From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 1063. Smell that? That's pollutants. That's indoor issues with your air quality. That's where EDS Air Conditioning comes in. Rejuvenate the air in your home with a free indoor air quality assessment, plus save $500 on an air purification bundle at EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes, and the home can be just as dirty, if not dirtier, than the air outside of your home, especially with all the rain that we've gotten. There's mold, there's mildew, it is blech. And uh, the air quality during the summer, that hot, heavy, humid air, that stuff increases the pollen, the dust, the airborne pollutants. It's a breeding ground for bacteria and viruses. You're breathing that in in your home. And that's where your allergies come into play. Illnesses come into play. Protect yourself and your family. Air purification. Get that free indoor air quality assessment and then benefit from the Remy Halo air purification system from RGF, EDS Air Conditioning, and RGF Black Label Dealer. What does the Remy Halo do? Eliminates airborne and surface bacteria, including COVID-19. Eliminates odors in your home. Reduces mold, mildew, the harmful pollutant particles. EDS Air Conditioning, EDS is yes. Save $500 now on the air purification bundle. Give them a call. Log on edsairconditioning.com, edsairconditioning.com. Call EDS, schedule your free air quality assessment today. If you have an issue, make sure that you are getting that air in your home cleaned up. EDS is yes, edsairconditioning.com, EDS is yes. That's edsairconditioning.com. Tony in West Palm on Ken Levick Alive. Tone. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Bing bong. Uh-huh. What's what up, Tony? What up, La Dominicana Bella? Peace <laughs> Stone, Caveman Stone. What up, what up? What to do, baby? Yo. We back, we back. We coming. Gas the Jets. You already know. LaVica, I'm not calling to do that. You you, okay. you know I'm a basketball fan. Man. I know. That was, I know. That, that I'm was, just that saying, was Tony, there's going to be a time and a place, and that time and place is going to be tomorrow. That's uh, fine. It's fine. It's fine. But look, um, as far as I'm, I'm agreeing with you from the jump, listen to this. Will Smith, that is not an anthem for Miami. I'm no sorry. way. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's not. It's not an anthem. He shots out New York in that in that in that track. You can't do it. They should be rocking Trick Daddy. A little bit of that sugar. <laughs> uh-huh. You know what I mean? Some of that. That's, that's what, right. That's what we need. That's, no, okay. he little Trina, so, little he, trick. He yeah. disses New York in yeah. that track. In the in the song, no, no he does. Yes, he does. No, he says New York. No, he says New York, the city that that we know don't sleep. You know what I yeah. mean? So, you yeah. know, it is what it is. But yeah. so. LaVica, you got to be happy, right? Kevin Love, man. Well, yeah. What about the – you guys talk about a lot of things on these on these stations, but this guy came through heavy last night. Threes, rebounds, a couple points. I say the Bucks failed, you know what I mean, because, yo, they, they, their whole goal was to win the championship. Right. As a team, you, you failed. Philosophically, they didn't fail because they learned a lesson last night, not to sleep on a team like the Miami Heat, mm-hmm. who came through and did what they had to do. They shut it down. Yes, I, like everybody, like a lot of people, thought that this was going to be at least, I thought they would at least get another game from, from y'all, at least. And they pulled it off. The Miami Heat, hats off to y'all. And I'm very happy because now we get to a real series. We get to see <laughs> the fun stuff come up. A real you know basketball we get to see, series. We that's get to right. see real basketball. And that's, that's right. where I'm at. And tomorrow we could talk about the other things. But for today, LaVica, y'all enjoy it. Miami Heat. 
Enjoy it. Play some Trick Daddy when you go home and enjoy the day. Today is your day, Heatles, and we'll see you soon. All right, Tony. Welcome <laughs> to right, the Madison Tony. Square Garden. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, we'll, we'll, we'll talk tomorrow. We'll talk tomorrow, I'll and keep, it begins. Keep it very civil today. Senorita, ya tu sabes. Tony in West Palm. That is, props to him, the most calm I think he's ever been. No, that air of confidence. Here's where I appreciate what I appreciate about Tony is I know he's confident, and I know he wants to talk, mm-hmm. but he's following the rules right? because he's a friend. He's a good dude. And then tomorrow, I'm telling you, tomorrow, it's going to get ugly on this radio show. Ali, that. And also, Tony's trademark is the hang-up, right? It sounds like he slams the phone down. like, (laughs) And it's like, that's when you know Tony's gone into the abyss. Um, Let's talk about Giannis. And let's talk about failures. I, I, since pre-heat LeBron, where he went missing in the Magic series, Went missing in the Celtics series. I have not seen a superstar look as terrified, as unwilling to grab the buck by the horns and look for the kill like Giannis last night. He looked scared, whether it's throwing the ball away off of a Kyle Lowry-involved jump ball, whether it's throwing the ball away on an inbound that Kyle Lowry should have been credited for a steal and should have been headed to the free-throw line, whether it was point-blank misses, whether it was allowing himself to be bodied off the ball, whether it was him taking himself out of the final play of overtime, throwing himself to the floor, and then completely unwilling to get himself back into the play or missing 13 free-throws. I have not seen as terrified a superstar in a big moment like that as I saw with Giannis last night. In full disclosure, I'm a Giannis fan. I like Giannis, and I'll put it, I'll even go as far as to say this. If you don't like Giannis, there's something profoundly wrong with you. Is that is that fair, Jeanette? Absolutely. Stone, is that is that fair? Like I think they're I'm judging you if you don't like Giannis Antenna. I should use that on dates. Like What's what up? do you think about Giannis? <laughs> yeah, see if there's an immediate yeah. red flag. What do you think about Giannis? Yeah. What do you think about Trey Young? Uh-huh. What do you think about Dylan Brooks? Uh, you should oh, your entire dating life, mm-hmm. the red flag should all be indicated by where they stand on NBA players. And a- if they absolutely. say I don't watch the NBA, then you're like trash. That's automatic. Yeah. But it, it I mean, yeah, it's hard to disagree with. If you're someone who doesn't like Giannis, you're forcing it, right? Yep. And it's not going to be hard to right, tell. Right, right. You're just you're just uh, trying to be trying to be edgy. Yeah, you got your right? own personal agenda. Right, right. Um so this was Giannis last night. Eric Name, who is a very respected reporter for the Athletic, former Good Karma Brands teammate by the way, oh. ESPN Milwaukee. Uh, <laughs> Eric Name, Eric Name, uh, he he asked Giannis Antetokounmpo a question that has elicited one of the all-time talked-about post-game responses I can remember in NBA history, at least recent memory. Here's that exchange. Do you view this season as a failure? <sighs> oh, my God. Uh, okay, because I'm not at that. You asked me the same question last year, Eric. Okay, uh, do, you get, do you get a promotion every year? On your job, no, right? So every year you work is a failure, yes or no? No. Every every year you work, you work towards something, towards a goal, right? Which is to get a promotion, to be able to uh, take care of your family, to be able, I don't know, um, provide the house for them or take care of your parents. You work towards a goal. It's not a failure. It's steps to success, you know. And if you've never, I don't, know, I don't want to, I don't want to make it personal. So there's always steps to it, you know. Um, Michael Jordan played 15 years. 
won six championships. The other nine years was a failure. That's what you're telling me. No, I'm asking you a question. Yes or no? Okay, exactly. So why are you asking me that question? It's a wrong question. There's no failure in sports. You know, there's good days, bad days. Some days, some days you are able to uh, be successful, some days you're not. Some days it's your turn, some days it's not your turn. And that's what sports is about. You don't always win. Some other, other people's going to win. And this year, somebody else is going to win. Simple as that. We're going to come back next year, try to be better, try to build good habits, try to uh, play better, not have a 10-day stretch with uh, playing bad basketball. You know, and hopefully we can win a championship. So 50 years from 1971 to 2021 that we didn't win a championship, it was 50 years of failures. No, it was not. It was steps to it, you know, and we were able to win one. Hopefully we can win another one. You know, I, sorry that I didn't want to make it personal because you asked me the same question last year, and uh, last year I was in the in the um, right um, mind space to answer the question back. So that is Giannis Antetokounmpo, poetic, extremely verbose, but also I think uh, well thought out. His response to whether or not the Bucks season was a failure, and again asked by Eric Name, who covers the Bucks for the Athletic. Let me give you. The two definitions of failure, according to Webster's Dictionary. Failure. One, a lack of success. Two, the omission of expected or required action. Those are your two definitions for failure. I think that there's a nuanced conversation to be had about what failure is. Giannis Antetokounmpo, as a human being and as an athlete, and even as he struggled in winning time last night, he did not fail. He has not failed. Uh, he came back despite injury. He had a triple-double in a loss in Game 4. He scored 33 last night in a loss in Game 5. That is not a fail. That is not a failure by definition. What I would tell Giannis... And this is where I stand by Eric Name of The Athletic asking the question, which I thought was extremely appropriate, extremely straightforward to the point, and the only way to address a topic like that that would be respectful to Giannis instead of wasting his time dancing with words and trying to soften the blow. This is where it's a very fair question and a very accurate way to describe the Milwaukee Bucks this season. Failure? Failure is when you are a one seed had the best record of the NBA, and in level one, even if you're not a basketball fan, don't have to say first round, any of that stuff, Eastern Conference, uh, the, the quarterfinals, in level one of five to get into a championship, the Bucks went out at level one and didn't even max out the amount of basketball they could have played at that level one. They were out in five games in level one five of a possible seven that if you're going by the omission of expected or required action when you're a one seed best record in the nba and you go out in level one and round one of the playoffs and it happens in five games that as a team as a collective as a bucks franchise is a failure and that's where i will disagree with Giannis. there are failures in sports there is failing in sports and a failure is the best way to describe this year's bucks team so I received a text last night. This was immediately after this game was over. Just a personal friend group chat, nothing serious. Mm -hmm. Talk a lot of sports. And the question that was proposed to us was, is this the biggest choke job in NBA playoff history? And I immediately responded in about five seconds, I hate you. Because why does this conversation need to go here? 
Like, why do we need to do this? I have a hard time comprehending why we need to ask Giannis Antetokounmpo if the season was a failure. I do think with the verification and, and the, the, the guy that Eric name is, yes, you asked that question. I just don't understand through the history of sports why we do this. Because I've preached on this show, not preached, maybe it's just said, on this show for as long as I've been on it. There is no failure in sports. So to hear Giannis Antetokounmpo say that, I, I, I got the chills when he said it because I'm like, oh, Yes, and for you to call this poetic, where my mind goes after this, is just imagine, just imagine if Aaron Rodgers said the exact same words in the exact same fashion that Giannis did yesterday when the mic was no, in front of his no, face. No, 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 because Aaron Rodgers would not have e even come close to matching the type of grace in which Giannis answered that question with. Aaron Rodgers would have threatened retirement. Aaron Rodgers would have uh, said, you're so disrespectful. Everybody's out to get me. He would have played the victim. Giannis instead uh, had a dialogue, a well thought out, a, a very, very um, uh, well spoken dialogue dialogue with Eric name that's the difference though. Aaron Rodgers was praised yesterday for carrying himself with grace for carrying himself with grace yesterday and being an entirely different person I'll take it a step further because we would have chopped Aaron Rodgers head off if he said the exact same things that Giannis Antetokounmpo did we would have killed him Damian Lillard steps up to the podium and they ask him what do you think your legacy is dog do you think you're a failure when, it, when it's all said and done? And if he would have said the exact same words, Giannis Antetokounmpo, we would have not called it poetry. We would have not called it poetry. We would have taxed him. Uh, I agree with Stonehenge. We would have taxed him. But uh, we're going to call this poetry and we're going to call this name warranted. Every single player in the NBA, every single player in the NFL, every single player in Major League Baseball would have hated this question. Would have hated this question. So for you as somebody who's been in a press conference room. Who, 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 many times. Many who, times. I mean, for many questions decades, that have made people for, angry. For, for people who have walked beats. For people who write. For people who do all of this stuff. I am really aggravated in a sense that me as a player, right? Somebody who, I don't, I, would you call my career successful? Sure. Whatever. I think it's arbitrary. I, every player, every player who plays a sport, especially at the pro level, would have hated Stone. this question because why, why, why? I need the answer from you. Uh -huh. why, do, why are we doing this? Why ask the question? I know it provokes something phenomenal. Why ask the question? Why? Because they are a team that two years ago won a championship. They had the most wins in the regular season in the NBA. You love betting favorites. You love Vegas odds. They were the overwhelming favorite to win the NBA championship. And that not only came short of that goal, they lost in the first round and in five games. It didn't go six. It didn't go seven. They lost on their home floor and it went in five games. If they made the second round, then there's no discussion of failure. Is it disappointing? Yes, but it's not a failure. And in a team sport, there's no such thing as an individual being a failure in a team sport. But when it comes to the team, to the franchise, when you're the Milwaukee Bucks and you have the best record in the NBA and you lose in five games the first round of five steps, the first level of five levels to win a championship and you don't even go the distance in that opening level, then yes, you are a failure based on the definition of the word I think I responded to my buddy and said I hate you because this it did not seem like they lost it did not seem I, I me as an eternal optimist watching any sport I, I, I never take the negative route early on never do that. An eternal never optimist. do that I never troll unless it's somebody that I think deserves to be troll I never well, do compared this compared to me he's definitely oh anybody right. compared <laughs> to you yeah, right sunshiny. but they didn't lose or fail they got they beat. failed. Yeah, they failed. He they, didn't. They did. They got beat. I think that's where this conversation should go. Instead of saying that this is a season of failure, hey, Eric, shut up and let's talk about what happened and what you saw from, from Jimmy Butler so and the ask, feel you ask, had no, and all this. Let's talk me, about the heat. Ask me. Mr. New failure. Media. Mr. New Media. Totally new media. Mr. Yes. Okay, Mr. New Media, let me ask you. 
you have a credential, which you very well could. Sister station, ESPN Milwaukee, ESPN Madison. They cover the Bucks. They're in that room. Eric Name used to be a teammate of ours at ESPN Milwaukee, okay? You have a media credential. You're sitting there, Fiserv Forum, and you want to get an answer from Giannis Antetokounmpo about the season and overall what the, the end result was, in his words. How are, you, uh, how are you approaching that question? Hey, Giannis, what's going on? Okay, first tough, of all, boring. Tough game out there, tough game okay, out there. Okay, we don't need that. In, in about three or four months, you asked me to ask my question. So okay, but there'd, be nobody inter- con- there'd be nobody interrupting no, my but, question but in the press act conference. act like a media member. Don't do it like you're as bro, because you're not as bro. Can there I are, would, there I are people w- who are bros, right? You called me new media, I'm going to be new media here, because this is, I think, what the players want. Giannis is like 25 years old. I don't know how old he is. Way to, way to look for accountability. You, Hold his feet you, to the fire. Can you, you, you would have annoyed me in that press conference. I would have been... No, you, just good. So I would, Side I eye you. I, I'd say Giannis, I don't know how to handle myself like Eric Name does. I'd you say, obviously don't if you're interrupting people with their questions. I'd say Giannis. I'm in, just giving him critique. Giannis, Stop. in, in <laughs> three months, when you look back, not only on this series, but on this season, how are you going to see it? How can he see that? It's three, you ask him three months. So how can he give you a good answer about that? So Giannis, I think you Giannis should say, what's say, the legacy of the season? Giannis, Giannis would say something like, okay, in, in three months when I have some time to think on it, and when I have some time to ponder on it and hang out with my teammates and take some time to think about it by myself, I'm not necessarily, maybe he throws failure in there, I'm not necessarily going to see this as a failure. I'm not necessarily going to see this. We're going to think back on it and say, wow, Jimmy Butler. And he's going to think about X's and O's, what Spo did to them in, in, in the grid in the fourth quarters and how he kind of came up short because he's probably not able to comprehend what he's done in the fourth quarters of the series. Mind you, hasn't played any of these games. So Giannis is going to kind of just give you that laid-back version of it and maybe get poetic about it. But the failure thing, it's like, why do we have to go there with all of these guys? It's like you're asking a bunch of guys who are, a percentage of these guys haven't played the sport if this guy's failed. I would look at him in the face and say, what is failure to you? What is failure? It's exactly what Giannis did, and he was really angry. What is failure to you, Eric? Like, like, how do you how but, do you see it through my eyes? You okay. can't see it and through my eyes. And he simply asked him if you think if you think Giannis is being attacked, if you think that he's so soft that he can't handle a question, big boy professional basketball, where he's making a massive contract and is a former MVP. If someone asks him, hey, you were the one seed, you're the best player on the best team in the NBA, and you win out in listless fashion in five games, level one of a five-step build to a championship. If you don't think he can handle that, then that's a massive problem. And if Giannis can't handle that, then that's a Giannis problem. It doesn't change the fact that I think if I went on the air every day and I had seven things I wanted to talk about and only got to two every day and then you had partners of ours, sponsors who give us money to talk about them and be a part of this show that say, oh my God, you only got to two things every seven uh, out of seven and you did this for two weeks straight. I don't know if I want to be a part of this. You know what? I'd call myself a failure. I'm not sitting there and I'm not saying, oh, well, why would you ask me that? Because there's no really, like, we go out there and we ply our path. and That's a failure. That's failing. That is a big, fat, capital F failure. And what the Bucks did was failing last night. And when you talk about, he dropped a quote in there that was just, I mean, so gangster in a sense. It's, it's uh, Michael Jordan played 15 seasons and won six. So what about the other nine or whatever the math is there? I think it's nine. That's, that's awesome to put into perspective because if LeBron were to get up on the podium and they were to get bounced from the Memphis Grizzlies, or if they do get bounced and they said, was the season a failure? And LeBron answers and says the same thing. We're going after but him. But some people may. Some people may consider it a failure. Nobody asked Michael Jordan. Nobody asked Michael Jordan. Giannis is speaking for Michael Jordan. <laughs> it's you sh- don't know that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I Kobe don't know that. Bryant, the year after the, the Lakers beat the Celtics in the NBA Finals, 2007, the very next year they got bounced in the second round by the Mavericks. What did Kobe Bryant say? That was a wasted year of my life. That was his quote. And, I wasted a year of my life. And that's how, verbatim. And that's how Kobe sees the sport. Okay, it's just that's a how I see the angle. sport. But there are 
hundreds of dudes in the league, none of them see the sport the same way. So I just question if the players don't see it from the perspective of being a failure or don't even want to have that conversation, the new media in me is don't bleeping ask it because none of these guys want to hear it. You saw it in Giannis's face. Oh God, here we go again, Eric. You asked me this last year and he went on a poetic rant. These players, if you want to call me the new media, I love it. They don't want to answer those questions. They don't want to hear those questions. From so from, from a journalistic standpoint that you're taking, oh, please. Please tell me they, from a journalistic no, standpoint. I'm giving your perspective. Your, okay. they, they, you think that question is warranted. I can't dispute that. I never will be able to dispute that. Hopefully one day I will. But from a player's perspective, we don't want to answer that question. So if you're in there for the players after their game, why are you asking questions that they don't necessarily want to answer? That's what I have a hard time struggling. But now it's the integrity of being a journalist. Mm -hmm. That I can't really comprehend. I haven't been able to do that. I don't sit in that seat. But from a player's perspective... If, if it was somebody gangster up there who, who sat up there and was like, dog, I don't want to answer it, Marshawn Lynch style. Because that's what they really want to say. And when Giannis put his hands in his face, I'm I sure give, Eric— I give credit to Giannis for answering it. I love the fact that he answered it because he very well could have sure. gone that route. And, and you exactly. know what? It would have had no play, and we wouldn't have even blinked about it. But he like, killed it. But he aced it. But he aced it. He did. And that's his way of looking. And honestly, his way of living, his way of looking at that is probably the more mentally uh, positive, healthy way to go about that. But from my perspective, and as far as asking the question, from a journalistic standpoint, Eric Name absolutely killed it. Eric Name asked a direct question. He didn't beat around the bush. He didn't say, well, I was thinking, Giannis, I, 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 I know it's, it's so short after this, this, this bitter defeat. No, it was, was this season a failure? Right to his face, eye to eye, and Giannis, like a man, addressed Eric by his name and answered the question the way he felt fit. My opinion on this, though, and I'm not criticizing Giannis for this, is but I disagree with him when you're the one seed, when you're the best team in the sport, and you're the best player on the best team in the sport. In some years, you've been the best player in the sport, period. When your team falls short like that, you collectively, as a franchise Fail. That's all I'm saying. The the Bucks. Did Giannis and the Bucks fail? Or maybe Giannis failed and the Bucks didn't. Or the Bucks failed and Giannis didn't. How do you look at this? Did the Bucks fail? Did Giannis fail? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063. Did the Bucks and Giannis fail losing in five to the Heat? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Hey, right now, let's take the seventh caller. Uh, seventh caller, that is. I don't know what happened there. Seventh caller. The seventh caller, Danelle Rawlings, is at the Palm Beach Improv tomorrow, 7 p.m., 9.45 p.m. Saturday, and 7 p.m. at 9.45 uh, on that Saturday, and then Sunday, 7 p.m., Danelle Rawlings, Palm Beach Improv, Friday, 7 p.m., 9.45, Saturday, 7 p.m., 9.45, Sunday, 7 p.m. Danelle touring the world, performing to sold-out audiences. His new show, Too Soon with Danelle Rawlings. Danelle can currently be seen on season two of Netflix's The Degenerates. He can also be seen on his new podcast and heard the Danelle Rawlings show, 
Thursday, Friday, late, Sunday shows, all 18 and over, all other shows 21 and over. Visit palmbeachimprov.com to purchase tickets. Danelle Rawlings, caller seven, right now. See him this weekend, Palm Beach Improv, palmbeachimprov.com. But we have tickets for you right now, 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Caller seven gets the Danelle Rawlings tickets at the Palm Beach Improv. 888-760-3776. Seven six to get your Danelle Rawlings tickets to the Palm Beach Improv caller number seven. When we come back, that wheel of topics is coming back. NFL Draft Edition. Also, Giannis Bucks. Did they fail? Did they fail? 888-760-3776. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. He's Stone Labanowitz. Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Do it again. Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. I need to do it again. Yeah, From the yeah. Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBicca Live on ESPN 1063. Football, 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 football. Football, 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 football. Palm Beach Capos, Stone, football. Back in action, baby. Back in action. Two days, Saturday, April 29th at home against the Bay Area Reapers. Football. What would you say was going to happen in the Bay Area Reapers? Oh, they're going to take that L and be Grim Reapers. Mm, yeah. See what he did there, G? Yeah. Grim I'm done with both Reapers. of you. See what he did there? Okay, well, well, the gates are opening <laughs> at 5.30. Again, two days, April 29th. Kickoff at 6 p.m. Only three games left to see the Palm Beach Capos in action, so come join us. I will be out there giving away free promo items, free swag, hanging out. G, we might be tailgating. We'll see. Football, football. And might get to, you know, show up with a couple few things <laughs> to help the tailgating process. Mm-hmm. Get your tickets at the gate. Only $10 again. All home games are played at Wellington High School. Palm Beach Capos. We are at Greenway Kia. West Palm Beach, what a selection of brand new Kias. Certified pre-owned vehicles, deals all over the place. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. It's where I got my Kia K5 GT. It's where it's getting serviced right now, keeping that baby in tip-top shape. Half mile south, Palm Beach International Airport on Military Trail. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach. Uh, Christian Cat, the Audible Assassin, could we please hear the Wheel of Topics? Could we please spin the Wheel of Topics? I should say, because again, it's there in the studio. I had it constructed, the entire thing. Um, Wheel of Topics, could we please give it a spin? Wheel Wheel of of Topics. Debuted this on, what was it, Tuesday, Stone? Yeah. Yeah, Tuesday, and uh, we're busting out the wheel of topics because the NFL draft is tonight. Round number one from Kansas City. Have you ever spent any time in Kansas City, Jeanette? No, unfortunately. Uh, Stone, have you spent any time in Kansas City? Oh, I did once when I was driving up to South Dakota. Great barbecue. Best barbecue in the country. Uh, I would say Carolina barbecue is better because it's vinegar-based. Stone, Kansas City. No, I have not. And thank God Theo's here because then he would talk about where he was born, his oh, newfound Kansas. fandom. I've been a chief since day one. No, bandwagoner, you hear it. I was in Kansas, even though Kansas City's not in Kansas. There <laughs> which, is a Kansas City, Kansas, but not that Kansas Which City. he did not know. He did not know. But I was born there. I'm chief. But me personally, chief number one. <laughs> me personally, no, I have not. Um, decent town. Big. Big, big land area. Hard to drive across from one side to the other. Very much like Houston. Big, just big, big, big. All right, anyways. I like big. Uh, let's do <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, she's talking about meat, barbecue meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so NFL draft, NFL draft uh, edition of Wheel of Topics. So, uh, Christian, let's spin that wheel. Wheel, wheel of, of Topics. topics.
The NFL Draft is here tonight on ESPN 106.3 and tomorrow and Saturday. By the way, the first topic, QBs. QBs. Here's what I want you to do, Stone. Okay. I want you to give your top three quarterbacks that will be taken in tonight's NFL Draft and in order. One through three. Your top three quarterbacks to be taken tonight and in what order will they be taken? You're not necessarily the pick that they'll be, but what order are they going to be taken? Now, this one's tough because there's a prop out here that says five-plus quarterbacks are drafted in the first round, and that's that even money. I think a lot of, mock, a lot of mocks are saying five quarterbacks in the first round. Like That like, seems like a lot. Right. I, a lot. I was just about For to a say, very think about it. mid-quarterback class. So you're going to have 30... Not 32 picks, but 31 picks. Thanks, Stephen Ross. Thanks, Stephen Ross. And it's even money Tom Brady, but up. for there to be five quarterbacks Temporary. drafted. So, like, there's a lot of variables here. Like, I don't think I'm going to nail it. And I don't even want to mention Will Levis's name, so you're really putting me in a corner I'm putting here. you in an Anthony Richardson uh, scenario, it sounds like. So, I think Bryce goes first. Those odds are uh, very, very Bryce telling. Young, and I'm imagining that's number one at Carolina. Yes, at minus 5,000. I could have said that one. I think that's the only name I'm going to recognize in this draft. (laughs) Odds on the board, 5,000, which is a little ridiculous. Uh And I'll go Stroud. I I do think his name. Stroud, Indy? Yeah. Or Houston? Hmm. Or is Houston going to go with like a Will Anderson? Right. So So I don't think he goes at two. I don't think he goes to the number two overall spot. No, number two overall spot drafted. Oh, but you think the number okay. two quarterback spot. Okay. So you think he'd fall to Indy? Yeah, it, it's going to be or Indy. Or like, say, Tennessee traded it's up. It's going to be Tennessee trading up. Saw some mocks with that. And I don't think there's anybody else that we can put ahead of Will Levis. Those odds have spiked all the way down. I mean, he's literally 12-1 to 1 to get drafted first. So I think it would be against the rules to not pick him third. So I'm going to go pretty basic route here. Bryce Young. <sighs> so you're going I'll Young, go Stroud, Stroud, Richardson. Young Stroud Richardson. Oh, no, Young Stroud uh, Levis. I'm sorry. Don't do that. Young Stroud Levis. Young Stroud Levis. I'll keep it super basic here. I don't think it shakes up. That's fine because it may shake out like that. My top three quarterbacks, and again, I, I I don't think that this guy is going to be an all-world, as he calls himself, future Hall of Famer, Anthony Richardson. But I will say that man's PR team absolutely killed it. They absolutely had some of the best two months of any draft prospect NFL I've ever seen pushing this guy's narrative. 13 games started in his college career, 50% passer. But, man, this dude is being treated like he is the next coming of football Christ. And so, Anthony Richardson... I'm going to go Young, Richardson, Stroud. Young, Richardson, Stroud. Richardson's going to be the second quarterback taken in this draft. As much as it doesn't make any sense to me, Anthony Richardson is going to be taken second, and I'd be willing to bet that the Texans can't resist. Listen, here's they take him number two. Here's how hard I'm going to fight that. So the odds are presented right now for Anthony Richardson to be anywhere, one through five, drafted anywhere, whether it could be one, two, three, four, five. Is that even money? I'm giving out advice for anybody to unload your bank account on this guy, Anthony Richardson, to not get drafted anywhere in the top five. He's not. Can Nobody's taking this bait. I, I, I haven't made the official statement because I've been holding off because but you're wait, right. Nobody's Jeanette, taking this bait. Didn't Stone tell us that the Heat were 12-point underdogs last night, Jeanette? Mm-hmm. How did that go? They got uh, himmied. Yeah. So Anthony Richardson's not getting drafted inside the top five. The only reason, again, I'm super casual with the draft. I'm more excited to get, like, chicken wing specials draft nights because right. that's my move. Sure, sure. Understandably so. The only, <laughs> like, I, I know Bryce Young. 
I don't know Richardson, and the only reason I know about Richardson is because he's randomly trending on Twitter for no reason. Because people love him. And that's kind of the embarrassing part about it. Like, there's no reason for you to know Anthony Richardson. You, right? He, he okay. played 13 games. So that's, okay. he, he played 13 games. You yeah. wouldn't have known who he was. And you his whole career, you obviously. You yeah, it's for the Florida Gators. <gasps> yep. 13 games. We've, we've been through this with plenty of other quarterbacks in the past. That's embarrassing. That's I hate it, Ken. I can't believe you're taking the bait. I know, but again, that PR, team, the bait. that PR team has been killed. They gotcha. The PR team gotcha. Let's go ahead and spin you should know better. the NFL Draft Wheel of Topics again. Wheel, Wheel of, of Topics. topics. Dolphins fan plan. That's our next topic. Here is, here's your plan tonight, Dolphins fans. Here's your plan. And I know that Tyreek Hill tweeted, hey, who we picking tonight? He tweeted that. Now, uh, does he not know the Dolphins don't have a first-round pick? Or was he trolling? Or does Chris Greer, does, did Chris Greer <laughs> read him something? And Tyreek's trying to, to, to tease the Dolphins fans, say, hey, get your popcorn, stay tuned. Which one of those is most likely, do you think, Jeanette, that Tyreek Hill doesn't know the Dolphins don't have a first-round pick? Or he's teasing something for Dolphins fandom? I hope it's get your popcorn because that's what I would like for okay. you Dolphins fans to experience. Okay, thanks, Stephen Ross, again for uh, losing our. our no, what, I think what all Dolphins fans do, should do is look at a picture of Tom Brady with all of his seven rings and just mm. cry that you couldn't get it and you lost a first round draft pick mm. because of that. That's not a good plan, Stone. Here's the <laughs> Dolphins plan, folks. Uh -huh. Dolphins fan plan. Dolphins fan plan. Yeah, not the Dolphins plan. And get your chicken wings. Whatever religion you follow, um, mm. however you pray, yeah. do that. In hopes that we get Dalvin Cook. All this stuff's been buzzing. Forget draft stuff. It's been buzzing. Get, get Dalvin Cook. Just, Manifestation, just Manifestation, I heard, is really Manifestation. good. Manifestation. Right. Mercury rec yeah. retrograde they, is happening. Dalvin Cook. Oh, yeah. That's, that's why things have been breaking. That's why our, our electronics are all mess at ESPN West Palm because of Mercury retrograde. <laughs> that's, all, yeah. that's what my wife said. That's what I've been hearing that's trending as well. Yeah. But <laughs> the Dolphins hold down a number 51 pick. I think somehow they're going to do something with that, right? Uh -huh. Science, wizardry, and end up getting Dalvin Cook. Here's an Instagram story from Dalvin Cook if you haven't seen it. Oh, he put, he put a dolphin emoji. A dolphin emoji oh on God. it. Take I the am, bait. I am tingling. The, Take the bait. The Never image mind. I'm tingling. Is, the image is absolutely adorable. You have this grown, strong, beautiful man with and like a little, little dolphin, dolphin emoji. Enlarged. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Take the bait. Final, final, <laughs> we covered the Vikings logo. Our final, our final spin <laughs> of the <laughs> NFL Draft Wheel of Topics, please. Wheel of Topics. Let's go to the NFL Network this morning, breaking down Jalen Carter, the Georgia pass rusher, what he might do, what his intangibles are. Let's hear the breakdown, courtesy of the NFL Network. The names that we're hearing is Jalen Carter, the D-tackle from Georgia, just won a national championship with the Bulldogs. Big, big, big guy, 6'3", 315. Hold on, cut it off right there. Uh, let's go right back to the beginning. What, what was she, what was she, uh, a big what? A big what, Jalen Carter, big what? What intangible is she speaking of? Let's hear one more time, NFL Network. Names that we're hearing is Jalen Carter, the D-tackle from Georgia, just won a national championship with the Bulldogs. Big, big, big guy. Whoa, whoa. Uh, I've never heard that on NFL Network. I've never seen that in a scouting report. But you know what? He's meaty. I love it. Big wee-wee energy. <laughs> that's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. That's the first time that's ever been said on this show. <laughs> that's Stone Levanowitz, Friday Night Lights. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Again, I think Anthony Richardson's going in the top three quarterbacks taken tonight. That is your off-season football report on draft night. 
Brought to you by Baptist Health Orthopedic Care. They have a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Uh, before we say goodbye, just real quickly, a moment of silence for Jerry Springer. Amen. Uh, goat, man. Talk about daytime television. Amen. I used to record his stuff. TV at its finest. Get to miss you, Chair. That man doesn't know it. He babysat me a lot from the ages of That's, like 12 mm. to 17 at home during summer vacation from school. Man, oh man. I'm going to miss the uncensored Jerry's. I bought one DVD once. Boobs fighting. Awesome. Jerry, we're going to miss you. Ugh. She's Jeanette. He's Stone. I'm Ken. Dolphins fans, take a nap. Go Heat. Thanks, Christian. Bye-bye.